My name is Noella Williams and you are on air with Noella. Welcome back to another episode of On Air with Noella. It has been a nice long month of June and it is now July. It has also been a long month of May. I haven't seen you guys or haven't gotten to talk to you in a minute. Therefore, we have some things to catch up with. If you haven't been living under a rock, then you have seen the clips, anything, literally any kind of news sharing about the death and a murder of literal black people just minding their business, doing their thing. Whether it's Ahmaud Arbery, whether it is Breonna Taylor, whether whether it is George Floyd, Tony McDade, black people are being murdered senselessly by the police, by white supremacists, and I'm here to talk about it. I was like, how exactly do I want to tackle this? So I decided, let me do it per topic at a time. Because on this podcast, when I started it, I would like to discuss things such as race, sexuality, gender, anything social or cultural, political, because that's the topics I'm interested in. So therefore, today I'm going to be tackling performative activism, also known as performative allyship, also known as as performative wokeness or fake woke whatever you want to call it it has several names but it has one meaning and that single meaning can be can best be defined as activism intended to boost the image of the ally rather than support the issue at hand i'm getting all of my facts today from so you want to talk about instagram that is run by holiday phillips and you can find her instagram at holiday phillips with two l's so Today, I just wanted to discuss, today meaning more at 3.51 a.m. sitting in my room because that is actually what time it is right now. I just want to talk about the situation at hand. So, we got a lot of deflecting going on. We got a lot of black squares going on. We got a lot of lying and performing. So, I know we did not expect to take a trip to the theater today. I know we did not expect to take a trip to any kind of play or show, but here we are. We are watching a performance because those in front of you sit in your seats, get your popcorn because people are putting on a literal show. It's called performative activism because this is the kind of activism that is compared to a performance since the people that are performing, I'm going to be using that word a lot if you haven't gotten that yet, are acting. It's a character they're playing. It's They're not who they're saying they're going to be. So I know all of us were on social media on Blackout Tuesday. I don't even want to know what day that was anymore, but I'm going to look it up for you guys. So Blackout Tuesday was June 2nd. I don't know why someone was like, hey, let's let I have a great idea. You guys are going to love this idea. Let's all post black squares in honor of black lives matter who thought of that that like give them 10 billion dollars genius right that will show and highlight black lives that will show that black lives matter black squares nothing and if you post you are a devil you're a demon you're evil you don't care about black people unless you post a black square right Not if you're donating, not if you're, you know, calling senators, not if you're demanding justice. You just have to post a black square. That's it. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. So, that's pretty much Black Tuesday. I don't know if you missed it, but if you did, I just summed it up for you. So, prior to that, 
I don't know who thought of the idea, but there was also a little chain going on on Instagram. It was pretty cute. You can see some celebrities such as like Kylie Jenner did it, or you can literally see people that like our locals that did it. And it was literally a chain screenshot on people's Instagram stories that was like, Black Lives Matter. Tag 10 people that think Black Lives Matter. So, we're going to break this down for you. Posting a black square is silence, and it is completely deafening, and I am absolutely going to tell you guys why. Things like this are performative because they are not actually sharing some important information. They are actually deflecting the situation at hand and trying to kind of cover what they're what they could be doing and cover themselves, like be like, oh, I am good. I'm one of the good ones. I posted the black square, didn't you see? So it's easy to see that it's something as simple as posting a black square, posting a hashtag, retweeting a tweet. That is performative in my opinion. I talked a little bit up about performativity surrounding veganism and on Earth Day, how people are like, I love the Earth, but then it's like, mm, do you? I don't like coming off as judgy, but I don't need to get into all that. That's not the purpose of today's episode. But what I'm saying is that there is more things to do. There is more things that you can do than performing this cute little tap dance that you do with posting your little black square, painting your little roads. I just want to break down a little story that I want to get to in a future episode, but Tallahassee, for example, they are now painting a Black Lives Matter mural that was finished today, actually, downtown. Um, not even downtown, it's in College Town, actually. And you know what's so funny? It's actually dividing FSU and FAMU. And you know what's even funnier? It is in such a heavily segregated area that is, you know, known to be segregated back in the day. And it's still, you know, modern day segregation and not just segregation, gentrification. You know, it, they were like, you know what? We got a lot going on on this one street. This is the perfect place to put it. Meanwhile, there's so many other parts of town that have so many more racists that would get angered and triggered and question this Black Lives Matter mural. Yet they put it right in front of the HBCU. Isn't that just interesting? Anyways, when you go right over that Black Lives Matter mural, you can see the gentrification happening in our lovely railroad square when there is a beautiful hotel just being built. So when I say that people are deflecting, I'm not only talking about black squares, I'm not talking about painting on a road, I'm also talking about brands and corporations. I am not fully knowledgeable on the talk of capitalism yet. I have a lot of reading to do, a lot of information to gain before I can go attacking capitalism. But you know, eat the rich. Let's talk more about brands and corporations and their performativity. It is more so being about how, for example, Pretty Little Thing posted a photo of a black, very black, like literal, the color black, like the crayon color black and a white hand holding. And they were like, we stand with you. We hear you. We like acknowledge you. We see you with our eyes. Something like that. Not the same words, but you know, you know the little catchphrase you've been seeing. And people were like, I'm sorry, is that a literal black hand? Like, black people don't look like that. Like, you could find the darkest skinned person and I don't think they're going to match that black crayon shade that Pretty Little Things 
graphic designers or whatever they want to call themselves dug up. So when I'm talking about performativity as far as corporation levels, I'm talking about stuff like that or on an environmental scale, I'm talking about how H&M is still a contributor of fast fashion. However, they have their little eco sustainable 15% off discount. Trust me. I worked there. I know how it goes. So (laughs) these places refuse to acknowledge the history of the racist incidents they've had in the past, such as reformation being caught for not like for just being literally racist company in their history. And then how, how, how urban outfitters and I believe it was anthropology were caught giving their black customers nicknames to tag them around the store while stealing. So, um, meanwhile on their posts, they were like, we love our black employees. We love our black customers. We love black people. Meanwhile, do they? Because they have the little nickname, Little Nickies. Is that what I remember correctly from the article about them following around black customers? So I just am making this episode pretty much to say that performative activism is not getting anything done at the end of the day. You can post your little photo, which you shouldn't be, which I will get into further down the line, but I can tell you what is productive and what is going to be effective and beneficial to the movement. Donating, whether you're donating to bail funds, whether you're donating to trans men and women who need help with surgery or living costs, whether you're donating to queer black youth that are being kicked out for their sexuality, whether you're just donating to people of color that need the money rather than you posting your black photo. That's something that you can do. Protesting, but not posting photos at the march. Posting photos is not only harmful just because you can actually get someone's information out via their photo, because obviously that has happened countless times, whether it's the Ferguson protesters or whether it's Donald Trump just recently tweeting photos of protesters. And not to mention, I don't know, I maybe it's just me, but smiling and posting photos of you in March and holding your fists up, especially if you're white, is kind of throwing me off, but maybe that's just me. I mean, I've done it at Women's March, but this is entirely different than this March. So, I don't know. Posting photos is a little iffy, personally, to me, but... They're, you know, going out to a protest is definitely much better than you either being silent or, you know, posting your little black square. If you haven't gotten the drill already, I'm going to be drilling it in. Signing petitions. Signing petitions definitely helps, not to such a great extent, but again, that's a topic I'm not fully knowledgeable on, but I feel like, you know, signing your petitions and sharing them, making your family and friends sign them is definitely more helpful then guess what? The little black square. Not to mention contacting your politicians, sharing photos, numbers of politicians you can call, sheriff's offices that you can bug and demand justice for victims of police brutality. There's a lot of ways you can show up for the black community and help them out in a time like this. Because when you are silent, I want you to just ask yourself, what exactly are you doing for the black community? How is the silence affecting them? How, what more could you do? What, what are like, there's more. So I just wanted to share with everyone that maybe just 
think before you post photos, before you share black death via photos or videos on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or anything, literally, and just check in on your black friends, but be careful how you word it. Definitely. Maybe instead of asking, how are you? Maybe just say, if there's anything I can do for you, let them know. And also please do not ask your black friends to educate you on what's going on. That is not a smart move. I've had that happen to me in the past and I am no kind of teacher unless you're paying me $30 an hour. That's, and that's a low rate for $30, but I feel like you should not have to go to your black friend when you and the black friend in question have the same Google and have the same browser access to internet. So yeah, um, that was a lot of talking. I feel like I got my point across with the little black square. Also, I just want to give a shout out to corporations and brands that also rainbow wash. If you don't know about that, that's pretty much where, you know, companies, um, start caring about queer people, LGBT people, whenever it's pride month or whenever it's like, you know, May 30th, they're like, Ooh, it's time. Bring out the rainbows, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's time for the fonts. Yep. That's rainbow too. It's time to change your obbies and you see it. And then suddenly gone. And that's starting to happen with BLM. So, you know, I don't know what you want to call it. BLM washing, black washing, rainbow washing, all of it. It, it is not, it's not helping. Helping is again, by donating, protesting, making a stand, either pull up or shut up. So thank you guys for listening. I don't know if this podcast is more sporadic. Again, I'm trying to do less notes and more just flow and talkative, um, podcast episodes. And I am looking into doing interviews soon. So I know that'll be fun hearing more than my voice on podcasts. But yeah, for now, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If there's anything anyone ever wants to suggest to me, please share it with me via Instagram on On Air with Noella or noella.jpg. But again, thank you for listening and you have been On Air with Noella.